the know for Wednesday, February 10, the 41st day of 2021. There are 324 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know coming up today. We will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. And we brace for the weather that will be arriving over the next few hours. What will it be like? Well, we'll talk about it. Try to figure out and try to be prepared. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. Welcome back. Thank you. You uh, missing Monday and uh, out yesterday, your normal Tuesday, back today, just in time for the weather. Aren't you excited? Yeah, for real. Yeah, I can tell that you're uh, excited. Valentine's Day is coming up on Sunday, and if you were picking, would you pick Italian cuisine, French cuisine, or anything with seafood? Oh, anything with seafood. Anything with seafood. Then next would be Italian, or it would be French? Um, I'm going to go with French. You would. Hmm, I think. Interesting. I'm not sure. For a woman who says that she's learning Italian, you'd think she might like Italian food a little bit better. Well, but that encompasses <laughs> pizza and those types of things I that I'm not you. a big fan of. Not as big of a fan of the lasagna. Our favorite, Americans' favorite Valentine's Day cuisines are Italian followed by French followed by anything with seafood. I guess you just kind of think of the Italian being, um, you know, romantic, but... Also, you think of Paris being romantic as well. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. How's Misty? I'm well. You are? Uh-huh. Do you like Italian cuisine or French cuisine? Well, uh, Italian for the entree, French for the desserts, because I love the croissants mm, and the, the you know, that are loaded with the chocolate the, and the, the gooey croissant. and the, the beignets you, and all of the stuff. Uh, do you like the escargots? No, I do not. You don't like the escargots? I don't do seafood or escargots, mm. no. All right, I guess, I guess escargots are seafood, aren't they? No. Well, no, they don't have to no, be. they're land creatures. Snails There's, seem like they would come from slimy, the sea. They're slimy, slimy land creatures. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. No. I got it. Uh, well, everyone bracing for uh, everyone in this part of the country, mm-hmm. bracing for what uh, the weather will bring in the coming hours. We got a little bit of a taste of it uh, overnight, uh, or I guess early morning, uh, 3, 4, 5 o'clock in that range. I kind of expected we might have a little bit more uh, than we did, but I think it's just uh, enough to tease us on what this afternoon and tonight uh, may look like. I will tell you, the longer I look at the National Weather Service maps, the better I feel about the severity. Um, For a while, most of the meteorologists were saying that and and our wave three partners are still saying that that trough of ice is between I sixty four and between the parkways. Uh, but the more that the models show, it seems as if maybe the ice trough 
could be south of the parkways, uh, which then makes it worse for our people toward uh, Bowling Green, Tompkinsville, those areas. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it can, as hard as they've had, as hard a time as they've had figuring out the pattern of this polar vortex that's coming down and the change in the jet stream pattern, a few miles makes a big difference. So when you're talking about a system this large, don't let that, um, don't let that tell you, oh, everything's going to be okay. But if you just look at the latest map that we're seeing this morning, there's kind of a U-shape down below Grayson County that changes the color back to a, more of a yellow instead of a red. Now, this would be good if you're in our area, even if you're in Morgantown and those areas, but it would be uh, bad for those of us to the south of us. So... um Today we'll see some sleet and freezing rain, a wintry mix, 90% and 32 as the official published high. I think here between the lakes we might see 34 or so, uh, which bodes well for us. Then tonight we'll see a wintry mix, 90% chance. The overnight hours is when we're supposed to see whatever it is that we're going to get. It's the overnight hours or early morning hours tomorrow. 25 the overnight low for tonight. Then tomorrow, early on, a uh, wintry mix and snow chance, a high of 30%. If you're looking at the 10-day forecast from our weather partners at Wave 3, you're seeing your Valentine's Day looks cold. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Four degrees as the low, at least uh, in the Louisville metro area. Monday has a chance to have some precipitation again. And then whatever precipitation that we do get, whatever amount of ice that we're going to get, we are going to keep most of the next week or so because temperatures are going to be at or below freezing, yeah. at least to the current models. So just be uh, be prepared, have a plan. We've made our plans and just, um, I guess, as a as a course of, uh, well, good morning. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, you saw my face. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, good hey, morning baby. to, to uh to Alea. Um, tomorrow, what we plan on is um, just like normal, and Friday, just like normal, so long as we can be here. Uh, Kim Phelps from Warren RECC is scheduled and on standby for tomorrow. If we, if she has information, Chris Jesse from the Transportation Cabinet will be available to us tomorrow. I laughingly um, told Kim Phelps yesterday when we were preparing for what the rest of the week might look like and needing information out of the utility companies, I said, um, I, I said, don't bother calling in if you can't keep our electricity on. Yeah. When she, she laughed, I was like, well, yeah, I guess would, that would be important <laughs> to the process. But luckily in our case... We we can uh, we can throw a frisbee and hit a power station, uh-huh. a substation. Okay. So uh, I I like our chances of being able to keep. If the substation can have electricity, then I like our chances of being able to have it as well. I have sampled a lot of the meteorologists over the region, you know, different uh, media companies in Louisville, and then uh, there are times like this when I like to. I don't really want to do a monologue on on weather and how it works and the media and all that stuff. But in Grayson County, we're technically part of the Louisville DMA, what they call DMA. It's the designated market area. So we're tech. That's why if you have DirecTV or Dish Network or you have Louisville television stations, if you have, okay. But we're actually closer to Bowling Green, and so when you get when you get winter weather events like this, what I often like to do is take 
Louisville and take Bowling Green and factor them together and then kind of come up with a what I think it's likely to be in our neck of the woods. So I've been studying different, and you know when they do the tosses to the anchors, I remember that ice storm back in '09. They all say, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, don't, don't, don't freak out like that. We're not talking about anything that bad, but any ice is bad ice." Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, when you're looking to send radio signals wirelessly through the air, <laughs> can be a can be a challenge. The uh, presidential former. President Trump impeachment trial, his second trial, uh, underway yesterday in Washington. They spent the latter half of the day on that and then trying to work around and still do some uh, people's businesses. The the Trump legal team didn't do themselves any favors to the point that people that were in the president's camp said they were doing so poorly that they voted to continue the trial. They said, I'm going to vote that the constitutionality of this, of the trial can continue because the legal team was just rambling. And it did make me wonder, there aren't many people, at least from the legal profession, who are probably willing to go stand next to the president on this issue. If I were an attorney, I think I would say, I'm busy. I have something else to do. I don't know if I want to carry former President Trump's water on this deal. So, but his legal team supposedly was supposed to be good. I just don't think they did. uh, They they did a very good job. But otherwise, in Washington, House Democrats muscled past Republicans on portions of President Biden's pandemic plan, including a proposed one hundred thirty billion dollars in additional relief to help the nation's schools reopen and a gradual increase of the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour. The minimum wage portion of that, Biden's plan is to raise the minimum wage from $7.25, where it's been since 2009, probably time for an adjustment, certainly, and in over 12 years. And But the proposal calls for gradual increases that would reach $15 over five years, and it faces an uphill climb, though. And even Biden has said it likely won't survive. So even Biden's given an old, come on, man, on himself. He's like, ah, this isn't going to work. But I promised those people I would go ask. I told everybody I was going to ask, so I'm asking. I understand if you got to say no. But I told them I I I would vouch for them. So if you could at least – I do think over probably a dozen years, an adjustment needs to be made. Absolutely. But finding that sweet spot, I mean, even $15 isn't a living wage. Um, It's almost in that, it's almost in that stuck on a single income home at $15 an hour. That's like two minimum wage jobs now, which you can't raise a family on. So got to, you know, figure out a way to make the math work on all fronts for the taxpayer included and for the, uh, the laborer as well. 2,339 new COVID cases in Kentucky reported yesterday. 35 new deaths. The rolling seven-day positivity rate dropped to 7.66% yesterday, so continues to fall. A few more blips of orange on the COVID map, if you look. Even some yellow on the map over in Elliott and Lewis County. Little tiny Robertson County is in the yellow, so maybe that's a sign of good things to come. Uh, additional good things to come. The governor says more vaccine is coming to the state. 
It will be the third increase in three weeks. It'll bring the weekly total to 71,675 compared to 56,175 just three weeks ago. Now, bad news. If you had managed to get on the waiting list and get an appointment for today or tomorrow at any of the vaccination sites, you're getting rescheduled Mm -hmm. because of the weather that's impacting most of the state. And certainly from like Moorhead and those areas to the west. Um, So that must be awful. I mean, there have been a lot of people who have to put up with sudden changes and disruptions and changing plans and all that stuff. But if you had worked diligently to get on a list and then to get an appointment to get a vaccine, and if so, you're more likely in 1B, so you're probably 70, you know, you're you're Mm -hmm. maybe one of our... Uh, older uh, members of our communities or our state, and then to see, sorry. And it's not just a matter of, well, come back tomorrow when the weather's better because people already have appointments on those dates, so it's shuffling them later, so it must really stink to be in that situation. Uh, Grayson County Health Department has released a coronavirus update. Josh Embry reported yesterday 12 new cases of the virus confirmed since Monday's update. And over the last 22 days, that's 315 cases of the virus, and there are 109 active cases in the county, according to Josh Embry. A Louisville man has been arrested after a pursuit with speeds ranging 100, uh, reaching 125 miles an hour. Began in Ohio County, ended on the W.K. Parkway in Grayson County. Monday night, about 7.15, a bunch of law enforcement officers were responding to the parkway. Uh, after a 26-year-old Rex White fled a traffic stop involving a road rage incident on 231 in Beaver Dam, the suspect uh, reportedly rammed the rear end of a moving vehicle. He fled that stop and then got on the eastbound lanes of the Western Kentucky Parkway. Uh, yeah, entered the eastbound Parkway where he reached speeds of 125 miles an hour. He continued into Grayson County, and uh, they set. Uh, spike strips for him, but he crossed the median and hit a Hyundai head-on, foot pursuit, fled, captured. Lodged. So there you go. Don't do that, Misty. I'll try not to. Let that be a lesson to you that that's not how you how you do things. A massive backlog of unread emails piled up in computers at Kentucky's Unemployment Insurance Office as it struggled to process claims in the pandemic-battered economy. More than 400,000 emails archived by the office were unread as of last November 9th, according to State Auditor Mike Harmon. Those emails from claimants included problems needed to be needing to be resolved, as well as general questions from unemployed Kentuckians. Uh, Mike Harmon said, "It breaks my heart to think of those Kentuckians included in the four hundred thousand unopened emails, who so desperately wanted their voices heard and yet were ignored." The review revealed a systemic failure of leadership on all levels. And, you know, I, I I know the Republican constitutional officers are you know probably using an opportunity to kind of draw um, spotlight the shortcomings of the Bashir administration. But I don't care who the governor was. The unemployment office was not ready for for what they got steamrolled no. with. No. I mean, it was just 
Uh, yes, it was a new administration, but I don't care if it had been a seasoned administration. There were not enough people. There are not enough hands on deck. And truthfully, we wouldn't have wanted that many people sitting in Frankfurt. If we had that many people on a normal day sitting in Frankfurt doing nothing, we would have been mad at government waste. Right. So we're all scrambling. But, yes, 400,000 unanswered emails is is regrettable. But it's not a thing where you can say, well, we could have hired people from – we could have outsourced that to California. Guess what? California dealing with the same thing. Everybody in the world was looking for people who could field those types of – like everyone needed them. So it wasn't just as simple as, huh, I wonder what we should do. It was a little different. The state Senate has passed a slots-like gambling bill for the horse racing industry, a bill to legalize slots-like historic racing machines in Kentucky. Passed the Senate 22 to 15 yesterday. John Schickle of Union sponsored the measure, saying while he opposes full-blown casinos, he does not support historical horse racing. The bill also received support from Senate Majority Leader Damon Thayer, who said, if you don't like casino gambling, you should be for historic racing. It's the number one factor in keeping the big casino companies out of Kentucky for the last 10 years. Thayer added that he feared that without this HHR, three to four racetracks could close very soon in this fiscal year. Conversely, Whitney Westerfield from Crofton led the opposition to the measure, calling it unconstitutional. He said Section 226 of Kentucky's Constitution makes it explicitly clear it permits lotteries and charitable gaming. Subsection 3 of Section 226 explicitly excludes everything that isn't a lottery or charitable gaming. The legislature is not going to be able to have this both ways. You can save the horse racing industry if you want to. And by the way, I'm for that. Just don't lie to me. And tell me we're not going to have gambling in Kentucky right. when you're allowing them to have these slot machines. Yeah. You're just lying to me. Yeah. You're you're asking me to walk into a room. What's, what's the proper analogy? Okay, you want me to walk into a room where you've hung one of those big, giant pine tree air fresheners over here in the corner. But I'm walking into a room where there's a big load of horse manure in the middle of the room, and you want me to think there's a forest growing somewhere in the room. Mm -hmm. No, there's horse manure in the middle of this room, and that's what it is, and call it that. <laughs> Vote on the poo. Just call it the poo. Not to mention, why should the horse industry have a monopoly? We're either having it or we're not having it. Mm -hmm. We can't be a little bit pregnant. No. <laughs> I agree with you. I mean, it's I'm a purist. Either it's all or nothing. But most people won't sit down and qualify what a what really is all the gambling. When I say I don't want gambling, what really falls under that? We're fooling ourselves. We're and here's the other thing. Look, I like Damon Thayer just fine, but Damon Thayer is from a part of the state where he would be more under the influence of the horse lobby mm -hmm. than a Whitney Westerfield would, who's from the western end of the state. So let's also look at the optics of that and who's standing up for it and who's standing up against it. I get it that people are wanting to say, well, you know, got to protect the family. I understand why the Family Foundation is, is against it. I, I, I got it. And I'm telling you, I'm not for gambling. I'm not saying, oh, we really need gambling. But just don't give us gambling and then call it something else. What I am for are two things. I am for honesty, purity, and clarity. 
and I am for um, the capitalism framework of America that works against monopolies. So don't then lie to me and set something up that creates a monopoly or creates an ambiguous area in now I'm confused. Am I gambling and am I not gambling? Because when leadership makes it a gray area, then the, then all of the followers go, ah, it's kind of okay over here, but it's not over there. Would we prop up the bourbon industry? Would we would we save the would we say, okay, all right, <clears throat> you can now buy marijuana in Kentucky, but you can only do it at distilleries. Because if we don't have marijuana in Kentucky, well, these distilleries, they're just not going to be able to make it because marijuana is the thing. So that's what we're going to have. And so suddenly these principled people that you've had that have been like, no, marijuana is a bad thing. That's a gateway thing. We can't have it. It's, we wouldn't like the, the mark that would put on our state. We wouldn't. And I would understand that argument. Mm-hmm. But if the bourbon industry were in peril... Would you change your tune because the bourbon industry has a powerful lobby as well? And I think you would. No, I think that's a better comparison than the Pino. No, I agree. It took me a minute to Dad, get there. Dad, you get there. Look, I, I, <laughs> I just kept talking and gave you a minute to think. Just, You'd get there. I knew I would. Just, Solid work, my friend. But it's fun Solid to say work. manure. Not all of us can say fancy words like malarkey, like the president. Yeah, I know, right? I'm just, I'm just saying. Arkansas ended an eight-game eight game losing streak to Kentucky and won 81-80 to 80 last night. Um I keep telling you how I'm, I marvel at how bad they are. Listen, how did they go from being the best to the worst? Like they, they, every, you would think, well, eventually they might win one or it's two. Just, or, at the end of the season, are we going to get this big reveal? Like, this is really a junior pro team that we wanted to have an experiment <laughs> and see how they play at a college level. It's really, it's really remarkable. Like, it's puzzling. It's. I'm beyond being mad about it. I'm beyond like, oh, well, maybe they'll get it together. Yeah. It is. It, it yeah. is historic. Yeah. Like you go, how did that happen? Yeah, I'm it's just going to go pandemic. That's the only thing that maybe. the only difference in this recipe. Uh, the Grayson County Cougars defeated Davis County, 62 to 51. Now the Cougars are nine and three on the season. Uh, best start in uh, quite some years. And then, uh, have you all seen the video of the driver? who crashed over a 70-foot overpass. No. Miss Buckles, I prefer that you not watch this. Look at the top left-hand side of your screen if you're watching with us. Top left-hand corner of your screen. Watch this truck go over. 70-foot drop <gasps> down to the oh. interstate below him wow. and survived. Wow. Was conscious when was conscious when they arrived wow. and survived, but went right over. I don't know what... Where, what state? Um, uh, I-94 and I-41, that was in Wisconsin is where that happened. Yeah, I'm surprised they don't have taller barriers. <laughs> I was going to say, I think their guardrails are probably normal size. It just doesn't really doesn't really look, look like, like it. it. But, yeah, I yeah. saw that yesterday. I thought, wow, that's unbelievable. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around. You're on In the Know. Flannel day. I'm not a 
have a flannel lover. Yeah, oh my. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I just want something I pick it up and buy. struck me as odd because yeah. I saw I glanced and saw it's flannel day. Then I saw it's teddy day. And I thought, okay, well, that's the opposite of flannel. Teddy bear or teddy wear? Well, when I read further, <laughs> it's teddy bear. Okay. All right. So, yeah, it's the teddy bear is named after President Theodore Teddy Roosevelt. Ah. But I thought it was funny the week before Valentine's Day. You have flannel day, and then you go to Teddy Day, and so you think you, you just are maybe less likely so to really think of you married, have or married maybe or I single, am. married or single, day. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, or want to be married, want to be single. <laughs> maybe depends on what you it, wear. It is also uh, Chinese uh, Ch- Chinese New Year starts on. Oh. What's today, the 10th, on, on Friday? You know how I know that? It's coming up because my Bitmoji went all crazy with the Chinese New Year's oh, Bitmojis. Oh, it, it did? Yes. Okay. Uh, the Chinese New Year starts at a different date each year. Uh, it's not consistent. Like last mm-hmm. year, it started February 5th, but this year it starts on the 12th. Chinese New Year is often known as the Lunar New Year, but not really all that celebrated in China. So it's kind of something like we've Actually, decided to do. Well, Okay. Well, it's what this I thought says. it was very celebrated. It's so. a fifteen-day, yeah. like a fifteen-day celebration. The concept of the Chinese New Year is based on an ancient myth that legend has it that the Chinese once fought a ferocious and gigantic monster named Nian, mm-hmm. which means year. Mm. So, according to Singapore Singles that I just watched on Netflix, it's a big celebrated holiday. They toss the Asian food and everything, like it's a whole family tradition thing. Singapore Singles. Mm-hmm. You too. <laughs> Listen, I've since I did, I've not had anything to do with school, and I can't go outside and do anything with my hands. So I'm like, okay, what's on the what's on the Netflix? Okay. So I was trying to find something educational, and I thought hmm, I don't really it. know a lot about Singapore. So I thought this would immerse me in their culture, and it was actually really it's mm. interesting all the different cultures that uh, and what they think of America. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Singapore singles mm-hmm. to help learn about Singapore mm-hmm. is like watching soap operas to learn about adultery. I don't know. I mean, it just well, so, no, more like ninety day fiance to learn exactly. about marriage, right? Well, not marriage, <laughs> but I watch ninety day fiance, and I love getting to know the different cultures through yeah the soap opera type style. It's interesting because ev- just seem everybody in Singapore speaks English. And I, I guess it's Mandarin. They never really said, but they do speak English, too. I am not celebrating the Chinese New Year this year, but I am celebrating Friday. Every Friday. Every Friday of 2021 is Friday. Yummy. At McDonald's. What's that mean? What's that mean? What's that mean? Cleverly known as Friday, uh, McDonald's is giving customers a free order of fries every Friday. With a minimum $1 purchase. That means you buy a shake, burger, even extra fries to go with your free ones. And, yeah. But I need more fries. I can't tell you. I've, I have. So, McDonald's is on my usual. You know, I have, yeah, you I have McDonald's. Morning. Yeah, I had it this morning. But I have figured out I've not been getting the hash brown and I've not been getting the fries. I've just yeah, been kind of bitten, getting yeah. the... So, you're not uh, enjoying it as much is what you're saying? Well... I mean, seeing that picture of those fries makes my mouth water. I go, oh, I'd love to have those fries. But I've tried to keep it contained because the fries is where it gets you. Oh, yeah. I go, I look like the cookie monster at the end of 
the Cookie Monster skit on uh-huh. Sesame Street when it comes to French fries. Me too. You know, the Cookie Monster does pretty well for a minute. He's like, one cookie, two cookie, mm-hmm. but then he all goes, nom, 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 nom. Right. And that's how I am with French fries yeah. from McDonald's. That's why there's fries down the sides of each of my seats. <laughs> yes. If I would do one at a yes. time, yes. it would be fine. Mm-hmm. Then my husband comes along and has to clean up like it's my high chair. Underneath the seat of my truck <laughs> looks like the petrified forest yes. of French fries. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> now, McDonald's in Malaysia, mm-hmm. is that near Singapore? It is. And do they have singles? <laughs> Um, I'll have to check in on that. <laughs> McDonald's <sure>. Malaysia <laughs> is debuting their spicy apple chicken sandwich. Okay. With apple slices on it. That sounds good. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, yeah, I could try I that. Could try that. Yeah. I guess it might okay, work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't. I love apples. I don't go like that Ooh, looks let's decent. do that. But I can, I can yeah. see. I would certainly give it a try. Mm-hmm. The sandwich is available in both regular and double varieties. Okay. The double having two fried chicken fillets. Wow, that's a lot. Are each topped with apple slices and black pepper mayonnaise for a sensational combination. Don't know if it'll be coming to the states, but they're trying it in Malaysia to see. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, I would like to change out the bun. Ooh, bun. I love that. Bun. I know that you do. Kaiser, good. Yeah. Kaiser roll. But I don't care for that. It hurts my mouth. Listen, I don't talk a lot about them, but Wendy's has tried to bring back this big bacon classic thing, yeah. and I'm telling you, fundamentally, unless it's on a Kaiser bun, yeah. it is not a big bacon classic. Does it hurt your mouth because of the little seeds on top, or because it's stiffer? It's so tough for oh, me. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's just so hard. It's like that... eating a crouton, a sandwich and, with a crouton. And yeah, yeah, I, I don't get it. Prefer that. So I'll just stay at McDonald's and. Do my thing. <laughs> I'll be the one constantly going through on Friday, ordering a Coke, mm-hmm. and then a Diet Coke, and then a Sprite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me all the fries. I can throw those Diet Cokes back fast enough. I can just almost do laps. I got to quit. I'm telling you. <laughs> Aunt Jemima reveals a new name and logo. Okay. The new brand name and logo is hitting shelves in June. The brand was created by Pearl Milling Company, which is now the name of the breakfast favorite. The parent company, PepsiCo, announced yesterday. Okay. So Pepsi's at the heart of all this change. So the Pearl Milling Company originally created Aunt Jemima. So they're just removing Aunt Jemima. And calling it the Pearl Milling Company original. Mm-hmm. Uh, did they bother to consult women named Pearl to see if they might be offended by the use of this? You know, I get most of these changes. I've I've not ever stumbled upon a thread talking about the Aunt Jemima and why they wanted it removed. Like what what does the black community and culture think of Aunt Jemima? Do they feel like it is oppressive to women because of the error that she was um, recognized in? So I don't know, but I I don't recognize that product anymore. Like you didn't keep exactly. it close enough to the Aunt Jemima for me to go, oh, that's the remake of Aunt Jemima. You know, they had evolved. Well, they're hoping, and PepsiCo maybe, or at least the, being the parent company, the color scheme is sure. similar, so they're just hoping. But that's what generic knockoffs do. Yeah, exactly. If they put it in the same place where the Aunt Jemima was, and maybe people will reach for it, and over a period of time, I guess in 10, 15 years, no one will know any difference. 
But here's what I here's what I would tell you. I understand this woke world that we've got to be living in. They modified, you know, in my lifetime, I think in my lifetime, they went from that plantation Aunt Jemima to a more modern, you know, classic um and then they kept evolving to the point, and they said, "Okay, this is we've we've got to redo this." And um, whether it's Uncle Ben or whether it's Aunt Jemima or anything like that, I n- never had any negative feelings about anyone being on the box. In fact, if you told me that Aunt Jemima was making these pancakes, I might put her in a category with my mamma, because when I think of our mammals, like they can cook. Right. I mean, they, they yeah. if if you want to be fed, if you want to be full, if you want to be loved, if you want to. Right. That that was a place of honor and respect for those of us in our area. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering why. do. But see down on the box where it says same great taste as Aunt Jemima. <laughs> so you're still using the Aunt Jemima. So I'm confused. Like if if it was um, a racist or an oppression issue, then why wouldn't you leave the Aunt Jemima as the name and just change out the logo there yeah. to something that was more... I think this is a Pine Tree Air Freshener, I think is what this is. I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> like I said, I mean, I can I can get on board with changing <laughs> things like Lady Antebellum, not using Antebellum once we understood, you know, the, the understanding of the Confederate flag being flown. Uh, Dolly Parton stampede. Yes, we no can. No more Dixie stampede. Yes, we can. Stampede. We can understand those things once we are educated in the root system of it. But I've I've not seen information on this that would make me understand why her likeness was removed. Here's some Valentine cards for long term couples. All right, if you've been together a long time, these these Valentine sentiments might be more for you. Okay. I want you to put the trash out. Dear Valentine, with just a couple of exceptions, you're more beautiful than the day we met. (laughs) We've been through a lot together, and most of it was your fault. (laughs) You know, Valentine, beauty is only a light switch away. That's true at this point in life. (laughs) And I love you. Thank God for filters. I love you, even though you break bad in bed. We don't do that at my house. I didn't say that you did. I didn't say that. No, I'm, I'm you a are. firm. Don't do that. If, if you want your spouse to find you attractive, then don't be doing all those bodily things. You just turned the light switch out. Now don't go and ruin it. Right. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Going to play You Pick Trivia. Coming up here on In the Know. Did you know, you all remember Hands Across America, right? Yes. Did you know it would take 33 million people holding hands to span Earth at the equator? I'm surprised it's not more than that. 33 million hands across America. Is that uh, like this? Or is that like this? Probably down, holding holding hands. Take 33 million people holding hands to span. Not, Not locked arms. Okay. Holding, holding, holding hands. Holding hands. Okay. It'd take a lot more than 33 million if it was locked arms. Yeah. You know how they I do the suit. Yeah. Uh, by the way, you just heard the updated Wave 3 storm tracking team forecast, and they have now also moved the majority of the ice precipitation south of the parkways. So 
the more you get south of, and so, you know, the Western Kentucky Parkway dissects right. Grayson County. So we could have, you know, a different experience from one half to the other. But if you're in that margin, you know, you just kind of kind of keep your keep your eyes open and be prepared. Are you all ready to play a round of um, you pick trivia? You all seem like you're in a position where you might need to flex your mental acuity this morning. <laughs> Encourage you to play along in the comments section if you like. While we're just all waiting for uh, winter weather to re-arrive, if you get three of three, you'll be proclaimed champion of the world. And no prizes involved with that, but you can tell everyone you're champion of the world. If you get two of three, you're somewhat average on the grand scale. If you get one of three, you're uh, barely trying. And if you get zero of three, you're a cottonhead and any mug and stunderhead. Yeah. We should give out um, electronic badges people could put on their LinkedIn, right. like where they are. Sure. Like, I'm barely trying. Very good. Here's question number one in today's You Pick Trivia. According to the nursery rhyme, who kissed the girls and made them cry? According to the nursery rhyme, who kissed the girls and made them cry? Is it Little Jack Horner? Is it Georgie Porgy? Is it Wee Willie Winky? Or Humpty Dumpty? Dumpty. Is it Little Jack Horner? Is it Georgie Porgy? Wee Willie Winky? Or Humpty Dumpty? Who kissed the girls and made them cry? I sing this nursery rhyme more... Um, I can't tell you why. I will say after my answer, but I sing it all of the time because of one of my nieces. Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Well, I, I know what you locked in then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So since you have locked in, we'll let you go first, Misty. Yep. Is it uh, Little Jack Horner, Georgie Porgy, Wee Willie Winky, or Humpty Dumpty? Georgie Porgy. Georgie, Pudding and pie. Georgie Kissed Porgy. the girls and made them cry. Okay. Do you echo that sentiment, Miss Buckles? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, you all are both yeah. correct. But I call my Jordan George. Yes, oh, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, because we're not allowed to call her by her real name. Yeah, Gordon, I mean. I call yes. Gordon George. <laughs> That's right. Um, Georgie Porgy Pudding and Pie was mm-hmm. the question, uh, was the answer. In addition to being the unofficial patron saint of love, what occupation is St. Valentine also the patron of? In addition to being the unofficial patron saint of love, what occupation is St. Valentine also the patron of? A, brewers, B, exorcists, C, beekeepers, or D, arms dealers? St. Valentine is the patron saint of love, but also brewers, exorcists, beekeepers, or arms dealers. Did you all know this one immediately? I had a an immediate thought that aligns itself with one of the answers, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping it's another one because it makes more sense. All right, Miss Buckles, we'll ask you first. Oh, Saint Valentine. Saint Valentine is the patron saint of love, but also of brewers, exorcists, beekeepers, or arms dealers. What uh, is your guess? I went with beekeepers. You went with beekeepers? But I'm second-guessing that a little bit. Okay, Misty, what did you put? As soon as you ask, for some reason, like, a pint of beer popped up in my head, so I wrote down brewers. But I really think it needs to be exorcist, because some of y'all in love <laughs> need an exorcism. The correct answer is beekeepers. Oh, I was even close. Beekeepers. So here's what I would like to happen. I think it would be, um, I think it would be great. 
that Misty marches in the Honeyfest Parade as St. Valentine okay. each year. I like it. I think St. Valentine needs a presence yep. in the Honeyfest Parade, and I nominate Misty because mm-hmm. St. Valentine is the patron saint of beekeepers and mm-hmm. beekeeping. Doesn't it make sense? Makes perfect sense. I think it makes sense. I think walking is a strong yeah. You uh, have roller word. skates. <laughs> gets better and better. We might have to airbrush. And they're yellow. We, we might have to look like bees. <laughs> well, and that, that, is, that is true. St. Valentine didn't itself. always wear red. This is a moment when you're seeing like a line <laughs> itself right now for me. That's right. All right. So for those of you who are batting 0 and 2, <laughs> then uh, here's a good chance for you to get um, the barely trying designation. <laughs> Statistically, a woman that. who purchases flowers on Valentine's Day is most likely buying them for her significant other, her mother, herself, or a funeral. Statistically, a woman who purchases flowers on Valentine's Day is most likely buying them for A, her significant other, B, her mother, C, herself, or D, a funeral. What time of day is she buying the flowers? Would change my answer. I don't know. Are you all both locked in? Yeah. All right, Misty, we'll start with you first. Is it A, B, C, or D, her significant other, her mother, herself, or a funeral? I said herself. However, if it's at the end of the day, it may be his funeral. Uh, okay. If, she's, if, he, if she didn't get flowers throughout the day and she's had to go by her own. All right. And, Beach, what did you say? I also said self. You also said self. You all are both correct. Statistically, it is self that she is buying the flowers for. So, depending upon how you did, well, congratulations on uh, your efforts at you pick trivia. We got to get to a break and we'll come back and finish it up for the morning here on In the Gnome. Point to ponder for today. Ever get uncomfortable when you walk up on two people and they've been arguing and you miss the beginning so you don't know whose side to be on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It really concerns me because I, I want to pick a side. I want I need, to be in the argument. I need to have a rooting interest. Yes. But unless I've heard the opening argument, then I don't, I'm like, well, I don't, you, you may have really had a strong statement out of the gate. So yeah. it just feels uncomfortable to I me. Mean, and then if you hear the beginning and you don't get to hear the end, it's like, hey. Yeah, that's not fair. That's not right. cool. Either. How did it turn out? Is it so, awkward to say from the top now that I'm here? Yeah, I'm going to need you to, well, I need to, you to restate top. your points. <laughs> like, is there, Let me a, get a notebook. is there a handout? Yeah. Yeah. Well, is there along. a handout that I can get up to speed so I can know who's right and who's wrong? I think I should just wear my judgeship robe that you bought me around in case I do walk up in an argument and say, hey, I, the per- judge is here. Personally, I was under the impression you had it with you at all times, but okay. My gavel is. All right. But I think I need the whole thing. On television tonight, Tough as Nails, the season two premiere on CBS. So if you like Phil Cohen from The Amazing Race and you missed the uh, first season, this is pretty good. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, you know very blue collar people from different uh, professions, whether they're fishermen or masons or drywallers, or and they have these competitions that you know prove 
the you know how how tough you can be at various tasks. You know, it might be moving a hundred hail bay. Uh, Hail bays. You were so close. You were so close. (laughs) Hay bales. Yes. Well, and the one little girl, the the one short older lady, she did Mm -hmm. uh, luggage. Yeah, she worked for Delta. Yeah, she worked for Delta at Cincinnati. Well, I mean, at actually Kentucky's most northern airport, the Cincinnati airport that's in Kentucky. I mean, I think what I do all day here is probably qualifications sure to yeah be on the show right shovel a lot of crap uh-huh. yeah uh <laughs> in and out <laughs> on the history channel the tuskegee airmen legacy of courage so if you are able to get a television reception t- tonight then that's what will be on et phone home <laughs> <laughs> yeah it could be you get your rabbit ears and your rental track you might want to ready your, for a nice story. hope your dvr is stocked up <laughs> Today's highlight in history, this date in 1967, the 25th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution dealing with presidential disability and succession was ratified as Minnesota and Nevada adopted it. In 1933, the first singing telegram was introduced by the Postal Telegram Company in New York. We should bring that back. Yes. Yes. Yes, just like the the Love Match radio show, we should bring back this. I think singing telegrams that have a market here. What locally. was the first singing telegram though? What was the song? I'm here with my dad, <laughs> and he wants me to sing him a song. <laughs> Love it. Yes, I found you. I found, I found you. you. <laughs> I think that's what it. I think that's what it was. Uh, in 2005, Britain's Prince Charles announced he would marry his. Uh, former and uh, uh, main squeeze Camilla Parker Bow Wow. And how do we, now that we've watched The Crown, how do we feel about that as a people? <clears throat> She's bad. Camilla's bad. You don't like her? Nah, I'm, no. You don't feel bad that that I'm was team, the love of his life? I'm team Diana. Yeah, but she was for. I couldn't she, stand Prince Charles. The guy that I don't like, I don't like Prince Charles in that season oh, for whatever I like reason. Him. I don't know why I don't. Uh, I just, let's fight. Uh, birthdays today. Actor Robert Wagner is 91 today. Wow. So, I mean, kids of the 80s know him from heart to heart. He's been in a lot of things. Yeah. But he, he plays uh, Anthony Dinozo Sr. on NCIS. Oh, and he's done it recently. And the thing is, I would have never guessed he was in his late 80s. Really? When he did that. He was he looked he looked phenomenal to be uh, beyond 85 when he was playing Anthony Dinozo Sr. on that show. So I didn't realize he's, him and ask he's 91 he's today. Um, like watch your secrets, right? If you watch cable TV long enough, I'm sure you'll see him on some infomercial. I've not, and I've seen all the infomercials. Roberta Flack is 84 today. Bob Iger is 70. Greg Norman is 66. George Stephanopoulos is 60. Laura Dern is 54 today. Gone but not forgotten, Jimmy Durante, born in 1893. And that's about it on the Gone But Not Forgotten. 1944. Pistol Pack and Mama, Bing Crosby. With the Andrews sisters. Was I having fun? Until one night she caught me right. Now I'm on the run. Oh, lay that pistol down, babe. Lay that pistol down. By the way, ladies. Until one night. I regret that I didn't get to it. The Craps Creek Mansion that is in Toronto 
is selling for $15 million. So if you have $7.5 million and you have $7.5 million, you all can buy it together. I don't even know that they show the mansion very much, do they? No. I'm more interested in the hotel. In the beginning, I, they I, did. I don't no. know. But, if, yeah. yeah. The first season early on. But Just no. saying it might mean something to you all. It didn't mean anything to me. No, You'll be waiting for 1953, Teresa Brewer. Till I kiss you once again. Till I waltz again. Oh. Keep my, my love locked in your heart. Ooh. <laughs> That's a little sharp. Nineteen seventy-one. Lynn Anderson, number one. When you take, you gotta give, so John Anderson's little sister. <laughs> this is what I sang to Jason on our twenty-fifth anniversary. Yeah. I never promised you a rose garden. And what did he say to that? Every rose has a thorn. Mm. It was really a, a singing dueling thing we had going on. It, it was a. Yeah. It wasn't a rap battle. It was a sing battle. Yeah, yeah, because we can't rap. 1980, like MJ was number one. And a weekend. This is my Valentine's outfit, by the way. What he was wearing in this video. <laughs> so glad she gets you on what Valentine's Day. What I'm wearing for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Lucky you, girl. Lucky you. Boots and all. Are those Napoleon Dynamite boots he has on? Sweet nothing's gonna, like no, gonna be had that night. It's actually Kip. It's more. It's more like boots that Kip wears. I don't with know. Napoleon Dynamite. Uh-huh. Nineteen eighty nine. Sheriff. Number one. With when I'm with you. Forgot this song existed. But I love it. Yeah, do you love it? 98, Janet Jackson together again. Beyonce irreplaceable in 07. Justin Bieber, sorry, was number one. Five years ago today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Hmm. The pure and simple truth is rarely pure and never simple. The pure and simple truth is rarely pure and never simple. M- Hashtag gambling. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. I look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.